Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dr. Lovely's Couch Cafe. It is your host, Dr. Lovely, a.k.a. Dr. K. So the last time, the last time y'all heard from me, I talked about a very bad decision that I made and I didn't go into detail because I was still processing myself. This week has been truly intriguing and if I would give voice to If I would give voice to the experience, it would be hypocritical. And if you haven't noticed, I have deleted each and every one of my messages. And the reasoning behind it is I um I've been thinking about um all of the actions and motive of my life the past couple of years. And I think the thing about this women's group is is bringing up some unresolved issues about me losing my child and um, I was just taking a shower and I was just thinking about um, having some unresolved issues about it because it was the first time I ever had a miscarriage But it brought me back to all of the abortions I had. And I had three of them. And in my mind, I thought that I was being punished for my actions. And I've had a lot of unresolved issues regarding it. So while I'm processing, yeah. I did the very thing that I um, always forewarned about. I got in my feelings. I got in my feelings because 
I was hurting. And I wanted to talk to my boo about it. But I didn't know how to approach him with it. It's just been a lot going on with me, period. And I was so frustrated at the fact that I couldn't have this conversation with him. So I was so angry. And I woke up one day and I said to him, I said positive things like who he is and, you know, what I hoped would happen. But I was like, I want to close this chapter in my life. And after I did it, and and I um, immediately regretted it. Because I was taking out my frustrations on him. And he didn't deserve that in the time of his life when he's really having a hard time. So when I say I was being hypocritical, I was. But it just stemmed from a place of frustration for not being able to talk to him about what I'm feeling and going through. And not being able to lean on him when I'm feeling this way. So I know I was being selfish and inconsiderate. But I was really having a hard time. So I spent the week praying and and fasting and just seeking God and getting into Torah. And there were things God showed me about my mouth and learning how to restrain myself when I'm frustrated. So I told my baby that I would do this. And as I always say, I ain't shit. I know I have flaws and I think the most hurtful part about it is me teaching other people about not making these mistakes. And recognizing the importance of communicating But our communication pattern hasn't always been the best. So I tend to just keep it in.
just hold it in. And when I can't hold it in anymore, I just go boom. And and believe you me, I didn't disrespect him. I didn't call him out his name. I didn't say nothing negative. I really didn't. I just was trying to find uh, some relief, which didn't make it better. It just made it worse. So as we come up to the week, and I'm going to work, because work has been really frustrating lately, too. Um, yeah, it really, it's really been frustrating. So just navigating through what's been going on at work, dealing with this... Um, women's group of women who lost their children and realizing that I lost my own, but I never really... came to terms with that. And I think the closer I get up in age and realize I won't... and I'm not capable of having that sick, the last child I wanted, it just it's just been really rough. So fast forward. Monday to Tuesday. And each day God reveals something new. Show me something about myself. And I just kept studying the word. And every day he would give me a psalm. And it would always be relevant. And there were things that he was speaking to me in and through that word. And it was just dealing with me. And I would listen to Torah lessons and God was just dealing with me through the lessons. And by the, by the time I got to work yesterday, it kind of escalated. But I had been dealing with these feelings and trying to process through. But when I got home yesterday, I came home and I laid in my bed and I just, I cried. And, um, God said, um, you do this thing, right? Where you, um, you try so hard to feel accepted. And you test and you test to see whether or not someone loves you. And I said, and I thought about that. 
But I guess when you've been abandoned, right? You need to know what you mean to other people. Because your identity is something has not been planted in, in, in fertile soil. The roots of it, you know what I'm saying? So, I just sat and just prayed and God gave me a word or two. That was Wednesday where he gave me the word. And um, when I got up and I, I went to work today, well, yesterday, um, matter of fact, yesterday, my one of my coworkers, um, she had did a um, Facebook um, post talking about um, what she experienced from the loss of her son. And so one of my coworkers, he was like really worried about her. So I had reached out and talked to her because I had been trying to get her to come to the group and she hadn't went. But I'm so glad that she um she actually decided to come in today. So um I just want to say that um, I was glad that she did. Today we took her out to lunch. And that was nice. But when I get back to work tonight, I mean this morning, I mean this afternoon, I'm a, I'm the client advocate. And what I do is I help a lot of the clients like get SSI and um, find vocational work and some other different things. I also participate in the groups. Um, um, got back and I was helping this man get his um, get some services because he was going deaf. And as I was sitting there trying to get this stuff together for him, he began to talk to me and he's like, he said, so you're a doctor? I said, yeah. He's like, what kind of doctor are you? I said, my my, my, my degree is in psychology. He said, well, I think I need to talk to you then. He said, I tried before, but it didn't work. And I said, um... I said, you you knew you you just came to counselor's class. And I said, she's really good. She's going to help you, you know, get through some stuff. And he said, but I really want to talk about this stuff that's going on inside of me. And I I just don't want to hurt. And I can't sleep. And I'm just having a hard time. And I don't want to keep using drugs to help quiet the voices that I'm experiencing. Um, This stuff... And not voices as hearing voices, but just the experience he experienced in his life. So I'm listening to him talk and I'm saying to myself, oh, my God. And he says, he said, I don't know, but I know I need to talk to somebody. So as we're sitting there talking, 
we begin to communicate and he tells me about his trauma and what brought him to that place. And all I did was sit and we just talked and rapped and talked. And and he was so upset because he had been violated by a family member. The closest as one can get. And I said, hold on, let me tell you something. I said, I'm going to tell you something I've never told anyone. Um, in my family. But my daughter. And my kids, no. I never even told my boyfriend about it. I never, I never... I don't know why I didn't, but I never told him about it. So I began to talk to him about this experience. And I was telling him all the things that had happened. And I um I wanted him to understand that what he had experienced didn't just happen to him and that he had hope of getting better. And that he could come out of what he he had dealt with. And I told him about the lady from the group and how she said, she said, I never, I thought you, you were, you never had a problem in the world. You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. She said, your trauma, you carry it so well. And I told her, um, I said, <laughs> I really laughed because I'm like, girl, you ain't even heard the half of the shit I've been through. So I, um. I talked to him about being a child and and, and, um, having My mom used to drop us off on the weekends when she would go out. My sister never went, but they would always take me. And I would be at my aunt's house. And at night, my cousin would hold me down and rape me. And this wasn't once or twice. It happened every time. Um, I went there. The thing that made him stop was he ended up going to jail. But that wouldn't be the only thing that I experienced, right? But that that trauma is so hard to deal with. And I told him, I said, when I finally told my daughter about this, because I didn't even realize that I was being raped. 
You get what I'm saying? I didn't even realize that's what was happening to me. I said when I told my daughter the very next day, and I had talked about this before, he he messaged me on Facebook. And he said, looking at you and hearing that you experienced this, I know I have hope. Mind you now, goddamn. I didn't I didn't fuck the man's hair back here now. Cause his hearing aid was broke. He had a little thingy inside kept falling out, so I um I glued it in and fucked up the hearing aid. I had to come home tonight and so I could buy him um some hearing aids. When I come in Monday, I'll have it for him. So I wanna tell you this. I told him that. And this is what I told the women's group that made her feel comfortable enough to tell me about her her story. Because had I not said it, she would not have known. I said, I, we were required to go to therapy. I had to do 100 hours of, psych, uh, uh, of psychotherapy. And I told him I had this gay white therapist. And I said, he would cross his legs and tilt his butt over and and look at me and say how were you able to be productive and not wounded and to produce the type of children that you had and I told that man I said I said most people blame God for their experiences I said there was not one day that I ever blame him for all the things that happened to me. I didn't. I said I even have forgiven the people who had did the things that they had done to me. And you know, he um he said All I know is I'm ready for healing. Father God in heaven, merciful, merciful God of our ancestors will preserve your mind through some of the most hellish things you can experience. And you will find yourself being tried in the fire. All praises to the Most High God because He is good and merciful. So as I leave, because I, I, I glued the man's shit down. <laughs> and I had to go to my second job. me five years 
to get here. In this space. In this dispensation of time. Because when I came home yesterday. Dealing with myself. Overcoming some traumas. And dealing with my bullshit. God said. Now. I'm elevating you. And things will begin to move speedily. I tell you. There were things that happened this week that I did not expect. And it's been so long since God has blessed me this way. I had money held up that came forth today. I got trainings that came forth. That my, that's going to take me in other avenues and directions. God is moving in my life. Man. If I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't tell half of the things that he's been doing. After leaving work, I went to my second job. So I'm getting some training there, but I'm I'm the atmosphere in that job is so cool and peaceful. And we got all these black people in this this building. There's a few white folks though, but mostly black. Ain't no arguments, no disrespect. Everything is cohesive. <sighs> I leave there and I headed to the women's group tonight. I prepared my lesson for class tonight. And as we are sitting there talking and having these dialogues. and Life is so short. These women are having a hard time, right? Because you lose your child. And, and to lose your child violently is hard. And I'm saying to myself, I just had a miscarriage. I didn't even get to meet my baby. And what, what do I have to complain about? One of the ladies, she, we were going outside and they wrote, you know, the, their triggers and things that upset them. And they had these little glass plates and they threw them on the ground. And it comes time to this one lady's time and she, she stands with her plate in her hand and she did not want to let it go. And she took off running and I went and I grabbed her. And the first thing I heard was, she want to die. And I said, that thing you've been asking God for to do, the answer is no. No. You got to be here for his babies. 
There is nothing like losing a child. You got people around you telling you you need to move on. And it's been long enough. I don't know why you're still mourning. Everybody has their own process, but it'll never be the same. I come home after every meeting and I look my son's in his, I look my son in his eyes and I, I'm like, you already know, nigga, what we finna do. <laughs> he running for the door. I'm like, Mm-mm, you know what tonight is now, goddamn. So you about to let me hug your ass. I have a few little things I want to share with y'all, and then I'm gonna get off. And I ain't gonna be long at then. I ain't gonna be long. I promise you, I won't. All I know is I'm so excited about the blessings that God has in my life and ready for me. I'm looking forward to all the beautiful things that's coming my way. Hold on. All right, let's get to it. We're supposed to reject each other or stay distant from each other or not work together with one another. Because we live in the United States, right? We live in the USA, right? They call it the United States for a reason. Because every state is different. Am I right or wrong? New York ain't like California. Texas ain't like Louisiana. And you got Democrats and Republicans, don't you? And every issue that's out there, whether it be abortion, gay rights, school, crime, or whatever, there's two strong opinions on it, aren't there? Yet this nation works together as one. Every issue that's brought forth in this nation, there's two opposing views. Democrat, Republican, and there's many others, liberals and all kinds of people that have views on America. So when we see each other, we have to see each other as one. Because this is one nation under, under the most high. My brother brought up the portion about the dry bones. Does every bone look alike? Does every bone serve the same function? See, because everybody want to be the head. Right? Everybody want to be the head. So if we're a nation of heads, guess what? You're going to get kicked around because you ain't got nobody to protect you. You need your arms, your legs, your feet to protect this head. So everybody has a part to play and everybody can't be the head. So we need to get in where we fit in. And if your brother don't look like you, act like you, talk like you, walk like you, that doesn't mean that he's not a part of you. Like my brother said, we coming from the four foot of the earth. China, Afghanistan, Japan, Africa. We still got Israelites in Africa. And we have to accept them too. If we can't welcome each other here in New York, and people are looking to the New York Israelites for this light around the world, we need to get together, united as one, with programs that help our children. The Most High commanded us to do what? Teach your children diligently. But we hand them right over. We hand them right over every day. How many days they go to school? 
for how many days in a year? From September to June. Every day for five days, you're handing your children over to your enemies. And what is your enemy teaching them? What? What? All lies. So if they're teaching an indoctrination of lies, that makes you susceptible to being lied to all the time. And you're accepting lies. Because you're used to accepting lies. Hmm. This was the message that started my week off. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Taking it back to the head real quick. You also know there's a head in the house. And his job is to teach. And rule. A woman has to trust in her mate in order for him to lead her. She has to feel vulnerable. I mean, she has to feel um, secure and not vulnerable. Her security and trust in him that he won't hurt her, that he will be there for her, that he will hold her hand through things that she will hold him through his through hers. I mean, she will hold him through through his. And if she doesn't feel secure with you she will not let you lead her but when she feels safe and secure in you she you can lead me all the way to motherfucking China goddamn all the way to China whatever you tell me to do I'll do it wherever tell wherever you tell me to go I'm going because I trust in his leadership. But you got to be willing to do the leading. A woman ain't going nowhere if she can't be directed. And if you're not leading, why aren't you? What's stopping you from leading your woman and your children? just a point oh in the statement about the um condition to be lied to because we don't search out information to gain understanding in anything and when you don't search out a thing and study stuff it's easy for you to be lied to it's easy for things to happen. A guy told me today, I believe in a universe of spiritual lights and shit. He said, oh shit, here we go with this shit. Now, goddamn. Huh. That old new age shit. You can try to have a conversation with someone about that new age bullshit. They get mad and they want to run off. First thing they do is vote for the door. You won't bring me the bullshit, but when I tear down your, your arguments, you want to get mad. 
you got to be, if you're going to step into a conversation about anything, you got to be willing to back up what the fuck you say. Because soon as someone tear down what you say, and you have no evidence to prove it, then you might want to do some more studying. Just saying, goddamn. What the people are doing now, they accept all kinds of lies. So they can accept homosexuality. Why? Because they put it out that it's all right. This is 2010. We ain't back in ancient times when the Most High said, mankind should lie with mankind as with womankind. The Most High made that law to stand for how long? For how long? Ever. For how long? Y'all say he don't change. No. And he's not going to change. So we have to stand for what the Most High told us to stand for. For his laws, statutes, and commandments. To bring morality to the rest of the nations. Because they've lost their moral barriers. And we know that when mankind strays away from the Most High's laws, what happens? What happened to us? What happened to us? The land kicked us out. Y'all remember that part? The most I said, the land will spit you out if you don't do my law, statutes, and commandments, okay? Did the land spit us out? Yeah. So how is Mother Earth reacting today to the vile deeds of mankind? Ooh, come they on, got oil spill and go- Come on now, Father. God in heaven. You hurt me now, goddamn. I ain't even hear that from somebody else, but I just want to thank God for that one. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Niggas. He said it best. I just said that like a couple weeks ago. No, I said that last week. The land will spit you out. <laughs> and come up against the come up against the land will 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 fight. And you be having all kind of catastrophes. Of that it don't even look like they're gonna be able to contain that thing. That oil is killing wildlife. It's disrupting the lives of all the people who go out into that Gulf Coast and fish for a living, which means it's gonna be starvation. Because it's a food chain. So you see the first signs of the destruction of our enemies, like my brother said, the Most High fights our battles for us. The Most High causes them to be in confusion. He said, before I destroy people, I cause them to go mad. Yes, he does. So now you- The strong delusion. They come into a place where they can't think correctly because they reject him and not made him their habitation. The madness. You see the madness in the earth all over the place. And we have to bring sanity to the madness that's in the earth. And it starts with the house of Israel. We have to come together as family, right? Are we brothers and sisters? Are we brothers and sisters? Do we act like we're brothers and sisters? No. So we got to stop that, because that's foolishness. Y'all know that, right? It's foolishness for us to be divided based on what congregation you go to. That don't make no sense to me. Because when you study our history, from our inception, 
our forefathers were fighting each other. Yep. Did they throw Joseph in a hole in a pit? Yep. Why? Because they were jealous. No good reason. Threw him in a pit. He got sold off into Egypt. Yep. Didn't see his father for 30 some odd years. Why? Because the family is fighting. The family is battling for no good reason at all. But he made them come to the lesson that we have to love each other as brothers in spite of what we do to each other. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So today is the day. I think about um, the boot and the anointing on him. He's called to bring change in his own family. Once he bring his life in full circle the way God has um, predestined him for, they're already watching him. Some coming against him. But it's because of the changes he's making in his life. In the directions he's trying to go in. The brother said it again. He brought a lot today. He said we're making a progression. We used to be black Jews. Right, my brother? We used to be black Jews. There wasn't no drums in the synagogue. There wasn't no tambourines in the synagogue. But look at us now. Look at us now. Said heaven and earth will ring when Yah's people get up and be in step with the Mosai. Mm -hmm. So we're making progress, Israel. We're making progress. And we have to go further than we've gone. But I'm happy to see the results of uh, the teachings of my father, Mori Yosef, and Kohen Levy. When you look at yourself, you see their works. Because it was them who brought New York Israelites together. So when I see my brother shake me up, I really see myself. Because that's like my brother, my mirror image. He's doing what I'm doing. There was point in times where... Let me tell you um, the thing I love about this congregation that I tend to get my Torah lessons from. You know how they tell us we can't work together? You know how they tell, say how like black men can't come together on one accord? They are. This is some powerful shit. Powerful here. Like things that like our community's never seen. And don't get me wrong, I'm not really big on, on IUIC and the rest of those guys, but they pull all the black men in and they are all collective together. It was too much for me. I wanted to get away from my father and him teaching me what he was teaching me and just hang out with my friends. But you see, it snaps you right back into place. You can't get away from this. You don't have a choice. It's either do it do it or what? Do it or what? Do it or what? And we don't want to die. So we want to increase the favor of Yah. And we must have more unity besides the Shabbat. You see, when I, I, I say stuff like that, but people be seeing, I be cursing their ass. But that scripture, we do it or die. Because it ain't just about the Shabbat. It's about us working 
six days a week together to make ourselves independent of those that hate us. Yes. So I'm going to say, Shabbat Shalom to you all, and the Most High bless us and keep us and make us the station that he wants us to be. Hallelujah.
For we used to be a divine nation, a powerful nation. One who was governed by the almighty creator. One who was set aside for great blessings in this world. But we reached the demise and we passed away. And we were sent into other nations as slaves. Because of our actions and not having a love for the creator and not knowing the desire that the Most High has put in our hearts and our souls. There's no people out there that can do it like you brothers and sisters. Your praise and your worship is off the chain. Amen. It's putting your soul and your heart and your mind to serve this powerful king. There's no people like Israel. Amen. Many people mimic us in our ways and our actions and our dress, our style and our music. But yet us being so powerful sometimes we emulate and try to assimilate into the ways of the oppressor. The Most High said when we were being redeemed, would it be a time where we no longer rely on our attackers or our oppressors? It's time for us to slowly break away, brothers and sisters. Too many times have we followed their path and fell apart. We have actually structured our families after European families. When they're about the vision, when they're about divorce, and divorce wasn't in our vocabulary. You have to understand who you are. You have to understand your language, the power of the history, our culture. Everything is one. Nehemiah didn't even stare at the people when he sat and watched and seen that they had offsprings with Gentile nations, but he was pissed when he found out they couldn't speak Hebrew. It's time for us to embody the whole aspect of Torah. It's time for us to eat, sleep, breathe this. Niggas, eat, sleep, breathe it. Oh my God. I have been eat, sleep, and breathing it all week. I am just trying to get saturated in it. You understand me? You heard that, niggas? You heard it? Yeah, that's what he said. If you, A man that does not study Torah is an abomination to his community. Why? Why would God say that? Let's talk about every single day because as a man, if you would like to command your house, you have to know the commandments of the Creator to achieve them. Come on here now. said you can't understand them in the Greek language? Niggas. That'd be your New Testament. Yeah. Yep. The whole culture going on in the New Testament. Whew. Niggas. Now, now I've been, I've been, I've been reading and listening all week. 
Rabbi said. Mm-mm-mm. The Jews. Oh, man. This brother. Man. Whew. He broke down. Huh? Some things in scripture my own self didn't see. Mind you, it, it in the King James, it said Christ was one of the many messiahs. Oh, shit, niggas. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it did. It, 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 it did. I was like, wow. I, how? 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 He said it was the Jewish people. All that was going on in the New Testament was the Jewish people. How do we know? Oh, uh, sucky niggas. Josephus. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas, did you, did you know Josephus was related to Herod, niggas? Oh, uh, shit, niggas. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he was. Elohim, the power. Our rock, our chief shepherd. Look at us as a people. Look at us. The most high have a natural way to feed his babies. But yet, we can walk around with the nutrients to feed our toddlers and our infants. But yet, we go to the store and go get some poison to put in their body. And then you say, well, I had five children. This is why I look like this. It's not in the creator's way. In the creator's way, you breastfeed, burn 2,000 calories a day, and you get back in shape. niggas I breastfed all my kids now goddamn the only one that didn't get it long enough was that little heifer in there and they did, did goddamn it but I breastfed all of my children that's why they so fucking smart so what I tell you need to give me your baby not some formula they put together to hold back our people mm-hmm. to hold back our nation mm-hmm. and sisters I've been strong for a long time holding the brothers down. Yes. And we give props and respect to that. Ah, uh, see, see, see why I like these niggas better than them, them Power Rangers? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said I was going to stop doing this. Okay, okay, okay. Mind you, you talking about peaceful and not chaotic. We, we, these, the, these, the, Torah only, these are the Torah only Hebrews. And he said, we give props to our sisters for holding us down. Niggas, you ain't never, ooh, never, and I do mean never, seen them camp. Okay, I'm done. 
Because that's it. Live every day like it's your last. Yeah. But in righteousness. Not in ignorance. Not DMX and locks 24 hours a day. It's time to enter. It's time to put structure back in our community. How many of us got a prayer structure for our children? If you don't set them up prayers, they won't pray. They pray when you ask them, did you pray? I'm about to do it now. Let them know that they have a time in the morning, a time in the noon, and a time in the evening that they have to pray. They are not adults. They don't have the option to pray when they want to. And we need a lot of help, so we need a lot of prayer in our household. Yes, we do. There's no rock like our king. Like our king. When they're looking to see our families, they're supposed to come to you for help and advice. They want to see this brother with a beautiful wife or wives, and they're holding it down. It said, it's an abundance of peace for the lovers of Torah. So if you live in a chaotic house, you need to check the peace, and you need to check who's studying Torah. You can read T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, all of these books, Watch Mathia, Part 5, 10, but then you go to the synagogue. <laughs> watch all of them. They don't have nothing to do with you. That nigga said, but then go to they the synagogue. They make the money off your farm. Yes. We are tired of shucking the job. Come on, brother. We entertain these people for such a long time. Yes, we have. That's all we're here for. So it seems. But I'm no longer here to put a basketball between my leg or around my back, throw a football 50 yards. Hit 30 home runs a year. We are here to serve the Almighty King, and that's our whole purpose to fear God and keep His commandments. You did everything up to the light. We were wrong. We did foolishness. We did wickedness. Look back on all the wicked things you have done and see what it cost your life. Yes. Now let's say it's time to be righteous, it's time to be divine. Ain't no house, people should have school faces. No man should be upset. No wife should be upset. And if they are, let's speak. Wisdom. Mm. If they are, let's speak. Yeah. 
You know, because we as men, we are given a leadership position, but Kakma comes in the understanding of a what? A woman. Solomon knew how to dress it up. Mm. He said, ain't nobody going to read this portion about wisdom. These brothers ain't going to read it. I'm going to make wisdom a woman. Come on. A beautiful woman. Come on. So everybody in there looking at wisdom like, Thirty-one, nigga. He messed up. But you do it in righteousness. Come on. Use wisdom. Yeah. Take time to think. As a man, don't bark out commands. Analyze, then command. Oh, come on, goddamn niggas! You heard what that man said, nigga man. Don't bark out orders. Analyze. Then command. I just told your ass earlier. You can you 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 you. I, if she trusts your ass, whatever you tell her to do, she gonna do it. Just saying. The word God. You look at the ancient dollar. It's a pathway. It's a door. And then you got the iron. That's an eye. You're going back and forth, observing what's going on, and you're gaining knowledge. Not closing your eyes or allowing to the, the, the 40 bottles or the smoke to block everything you're trying to do. That's not what the man was supposed to be doing. That's what they wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. You can only be an intelligent ruler for so long. We know so much and do so little. Oh, they put drugs in our community. This nigga, this nigga pretending like he rolling up weed. You doing five of them and you're here to your life. Oh, oh. It's time to get back to our natural state and our natural mind. We are the man, the Elohim. We have prophets in the midst of us. Obadiah here, how many? Well, what? Who's sliding on? How many were here? A hundred total, 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 my scholars, my brother, these scholars. <laughs> Eyes, thank you. That means we had a lot of people in connection with the Creator. But we can't do it because if you turn on TV and you have TV on for four hours or five hours and you go read your scriptures for 30 minutes, you have just blasting Torah. Yeah, see, niggas, that, that was it. Ouch. Ouch, 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 ouch. Yeah, nigga, that was, that was it. It said, just weights and balances of the Lord's delight. Come on, man. Brothers, sisters, you heard this before. You got that brother that says that you text message a hundred times in that day, and you send up one prayer, one prayer, in balance. Did you hear that? Niggas, huddle up. You sending, man, a hundred text messages, but you only send up one prayer for the day. Sending prayers, elevating. This the brother saying this shit. Now you know I have said this for time and time again that it's critical to elevate a man, to uplift him, to give him strength when they're weak. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we always rely on flesh to make us happy. 
But flesh can't make us happy like the Almighty can make us happy. And it's time for us to get that intimate relationship with the Creator once again. It was a song sung by Luther. It said, one more dance for my father. It's time for us to find that serenity, that tranquility, that um, state of mind where you're at peace. And you can just understand what the Almighty is bringing forth. We have to do these things. Sisters, don't let Mari Povich or Desperate Housewives tell you how to act. The name is Desperate Housewives. There's no insight in that. None. There's no insight. But don't get contaminated out of the, by the world. Men don't be out there in the streets, and women definitely don't be out there in the streets. We got to teach our daughters how to be virgins. Don't tell them, I need you to be a virgin. Show them how beautiful a virgin is. <laughs> Preserve yourself. Oh, the shop used to have rose, right? Rose a virgin. You don't want to slide in the back seat or the black room. Come on, why are you wearing purple today? Put on the spot. Don't be scared. That's too, that's too harsh. That's too hard. The most high treated us harsh. Because we can only operate off of fear sometimes. See, there's a love teaching going around Israel. And it needs to stop. Because the most high said, fear him. And love him. him. Don't say that, oh, we've been beat down too long. Yes, we have. But then in the portion of Leviticus, it says if a man sleeps with his sister, it's a disgrace. But the word they use, as the brother showed me, is kesed. Okay. And it's used, the word is used kesed. Like, why would they use kindness for a disgrace? Because if you give them too much kindness, you spoil them. If you tell them love, 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 and you don't implement fear or structure or chastisement, then you're back in Christianity. Correction is good for the soul. All the time we are called the children of Israel, sometimes because our behavior is as such a child. But let us love each other. Let us uplift each other. And let us remember the path that we have to walk on. Because this is just the beginning. I look out in the seats and I see our generation. You may be the last generation if we don't step it up. Look what our fathers gave us. Look what our fathers had in the past. Don't think that we're smarter than Torah because too many of us think we can outsmart the scriptures. You are a new generation. You're the up and coming mothers, the fathers, the families. Let's bring light back into the nation of Israel and let's be the divine light that the Creator has made us to be. All praises, all honor, all glory to the supreme intellect of the universe. Y'all are my forefathers, y'all are Abraham, Yitzchak, the Yaakov, and all the beautiful elders who came before us and made the path for us. We couldn't have done it without them. And that's why I say honor your mother and your father. Why? Because they've been through the same thing you have. Don't neglect them and take advantage of them. Take advantage of them by getting the wisdom that they have. Each elder up here has something to give you before they leave this earth. Be greedy. Come get it. Shalom, shalom. He said be greedy. Come get it.
This one God asks us to do is praise him. Keep his commandments. You can't go wrong with that. Shabu. Shabu. You can't go wrong with this. We got to remember that we family. You know, you see somebody you don't know, don't walk by him. Say shalom. Don't just walk by him like that's your brother. That's your sister. That's your family. That's your family right there. Don't just walk by. Don't let this opportunity slip away. We need each other. And we all we got. Yeah. This is nation time. We doing the Lord right here real good. Moving on. This man needs no introduction. I know him for several, several years. And he's always been the same way. Very good brother. Smooth, calm, and easy. My brother, already shine.
And about the end of the pilgrimage throughout this wilderness, it was time that we were making, we had encamped in the last encampment before going over into the land that he had sworn to our father, Abraham, some six centuries earlier. And this was before we went into the land now. Even after he had announced all the curses, which we have lived through. Not only us here, see, because in this particular uh, portion of time, we have young people who know nothing about the hardships of our recent ancestors, the chattel slavery. I mean, the continued genocide, which has not sort of ceased up to this point. I'm going to announce to you, sister, something that's continually going on right now. It's a thing that they call family planning. It's genocide. In that family planning, they give birth control pills. In that family planning, they give free abortions. All of these things are covered up genocide that our damaged brains have allowed us to misconceive as something that's nice. Abortion is murder. And the murder of our sacred seed that has not been given a chance to develop and to be a, a person. The Most High announced to us in this 30th chapter of Deuteronomy. And there we are. We're going to Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. This is relevant right now because we're at a point that we are auditioning for a remnant that the Most High will surely bring forth out of these nations. A remnant. Don't think that because you're an Israelite, that you will be a part of the remnant that the Most High will choose. Because that remnant will be based solely on righteousness and achievement. Here we are, among these nations. severity of 
the curse. Now, we have learned the name of the Most High God. Most of us, 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 most of us have been diligently, diligently taught the laws, the statutes, and the commandments of the Most High God. Now, as the Most High had prophesied in this thing, he said, when the blessings and the curses have come upon us, and we have failed, and we have been scattered among the nations, as is our current position. People who have never known sovereignty, as our people that were in this wilderness at this time, never known sovereignty. Never sovereignty is, is one's ability to have their own nation and government. So we live within the sovereignty of the American of the United States of America. Ancestors before Americans came here was a sovereign nation. They were without um they were a group of people that had their own country by themselves. Experience the pleasure of being in your own land with your own kings, your own princes, your own priests, your own people. You've never known sovereignty. You don't know what it is. A sovereign nation must work. You know, I've heard brothers mention about self-determination and how we sent people out, we sent our children, our precious children, out to our enemies to teach them, to form them, to mold them. And in most cases, they learn perversion. Mm -hmm. They learn confusion. They learn to desire those of our people that have not the knowledge that they have, knowledge of the Most High God teaching and longing for heritage that is due to a people that would serve the Most High God. So this is the time to bethink ourselves. To know what righteousness is. Because if you don't know what righteousness is, you can't do it. Read that. Verse 2. And shall return unto Jehovah thy God. This is the key part. And hearken to his voice according to all that I command thee this day. Thou and thy children, with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Now, that just goes past a lot of people. Now, when they speak of this word, Levav, that's your mind. That's your brain. That's the workings of your brain. Your heart is a thing that just pumps blood and oxygen, nourishment throughout the, this body that the Most High has designed to extract from the blood and the oxygen all it needs to survive. Even individual, individual organ extracts the nourishment that it needs. But we continue to send our children out here to our enemies to teach them. You know, there is an organization 
among the Israelites called the AIU. Ancient Israelites United. Uh, an organization that I've been a part of for me inception. It died once upon a time because we would not support it. Now it's back with the same goal that we had before to get our own school. You know, there are found among us every expertise that is needed to run a very prosperous and godly nation. This nation and this hope is dying from the lack of support from our own people. AIU sent out requests from people, even designs that we would support ourselves, even get our children out of the hands of the enemy and put them in our own schools with you teaching them. That support has not come forth nowhere near the way it should have come forth. So therefore, our children are still being tutored and formed by their enemies. Read that. Verse 3. That thing, Jehovah thy God, will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee and will return and gather thee from all the people whether Jehovah thy God has scattered thee. Now look at this thing that they say with all your mental and physical capacity. We should serve the Most High God. That's just the way it is. There are no options in this. He said all of it. Now, I know we have to have pursuits. We have to go out and acquire the means to support our families. We need to do a lot of things. We need to study in college. You know, we need to study in all those levels of school because we don't have our own. All of them. But the main source of our redemption out of this captivity the laws and the statutes of the Most High God, which he requires us to grasp and hold and do with all, again, about mental and physical and moral capacity. There are no options. There are no options. Read that. Verse 4. If any of thine that are dispersed be to the uttermost parts of heaven, from thence will Jehovah thy God gather and from thence will he fetch thee. These are the ones that have learned the laws and the statutes of the Most High God and are applying them in their everyday lives. Because it would be just ridiculous 
for the Most High God to just grab up all the Israelites and take us back to our land for us to destroy it all over again. You have to qualify for this one. This is the last captivity. This is the last captivity. Now the Most High has said that he's going to gather the Israelites out of the hands of our captivity and bring us into another place where he would continue to smite the rebels from our midst and they would not be able to go into the land. Now, if we happen to be of those that would not be permitted to go into the land, that would mean that we would be subjected to the portion of the heathen. And that's death. The Most High has said that he would destroy all of those nations where we have been held captive. Where would we have to go? We can't go home and we're going to be, we're going to choose the portion of the heathen? Of the heathen. before you life death and curses set before you now life death and curses but choose life choose life meaning you can go against him and choose death and curses. That shit ain't gonna be fucking un. This this shit is uncomfortable. Or you can choose to be obedient and have life, comfortability. It goes back again. Choose this day whom you will serve. Be it Baal, serve him well. Be it you who will serve Oat. Get with it. It's gonna be one of the two. Read that. Verse 6. Jehovah thy God will circumcise thy heart and the heart of thy seed to love Jehovah thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. That's so requirement. You know, let me uh, get a little graphic here. 
as your heart. Now, we know of the physical circumcision, circumcision of males that is required on the eighth day. There is this gross piece of flesh that we are born with. Up under that putrid and unnecessary piece of flesh that is circumcised from our body on the eighth day, there collects a lot of stuff. I mean, just nasty stuff. Has no particular purpose, no good purpose at all. The whole collection of it is just totally negative. We're talking a physical circumcision here. In our minds, and we all know our minds, there are gathered thoughts and desires, preferences and disregard, apathy, and all manners of things that have absolutely no good purpose. These are the things that the Most High will extract through a process of teaching, learning, and application. He will extract these negatives from our minds. This is what's being related to here. Because we all know our minds. And quite a bit of the stuff that is found in our minds, and fortunately some of us have been able to extricate this thing from our minds through learning and practicing the laws and the statutes of the Most High God. This is the stuff that we need to get rid of voluntarily because you can't pray your way out of this. You can't. Prayers that are offered up in the midst of our crimes and treachery the most high does not even acknowledge. I told you them damn Christians lied to y'all. I'm sorry, Father. I'm sorry. Okay, I told y'all they lied to y'all. Because the scriptures tell you that God doesn't hear the prayers of sinners. He turns his ear away from it. Sin is to break Torah. For those of you who don't know what Torah is, it's law. The statutes and the commandments, they are not 10. They are 613. I would say the 10 just brings essence into, um, it's like a baseline for the 613. They're just the bullet points before we go into depth. You know, when y'all doing, you know, um, uh, assignments you had to go down and, and do an outline so the Ten Commandments would be those outlines before we get to the nitty gritty so each points of the ten are expounded upon yeah mm-hmm. that's what that is we can't pray our way out of it we can't sing our way out of it we can't dance our way out of it 
It's all a matter of meeting the requirement that he has emphasized here to serve our God with all of our mental, physical, and moral abilities. We need to help ourselves. We have teachers. We have people out here with doctorates. We have people out here with expertise in every... Alright, y'all. That's the end. Um, I hope y'all got something out of this today. And I'm trying to switch it up a little bit and not be so aggressive. Because what I'm learning is love is better than aggression. But don't don't think I ain't gonna be hitting hard from time to time, man. You already know. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to be more palatable. Okay, Sandy. I'm gonna try to be palatable. Sandy be like, oh, she just be cussing. I don't got a problem with the cussing. The problem is now, it's me being abrasive. I was reading a song talking about the words you use. And being careful with those words. When I find it, I'll tell you. I can't remember where the heck I saw it at. It was something God gave me this week. Family. We are a resilient, malleable, fantastical, amazing, super, super, Gifted people of God. Wear your heritage like a badge of honor. Walk in there like I know my ancestors are. Matter of fact, before I end, I'm they didn't move my ass into the men's dorm, goddamn. I told my um site supervisor, I said, just gonna give me some fish food. And he was like, what? I said, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I feel like a guppy in a goddamn fishbowl and sharks are circling my ass all day. God damn it, it's this one cat keep coming by and undressing me with his ass. I feel so violated and shit. I told him, I said, this is not comfortable being the fuck over here. He's like, are they saying anything? Are they doing anything? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker keep telling me. Oh, my God. Ooh, look at you. I'm like, nigga, nigga, no. Get down. Anyway, anyway, Father God in heaven. Yes. Okay, I, I was going to say some fucked up shit, and I just catch, I caught myself. I caught myself. I caught myself. Anyway. Maybe I'll move my ass, because this shit ain't nice. Anyway, I will talk to y'all later. I told y'all I'll be going through some stuff at work. Yeah, okay. Bye. Man, I ain't even lying. I feel like a fucking guppy in a goddamn fishbowl. And they just watching my ass in that damn... And I'm stuck inside the damn window, right in the front of the window. Anyway, and they can just pass by and go upstairs and be nasty. And come back down and look at me again and be nasty. Anyway, I'm, I'm get away with it. I, I just won't I just wanna be done with whatever it is. They just need to find me or give me an office because this shit is not okay. Anyway, from begin
I just want to say thank you. And it was an emotional day. And I'm I'm like thankful to be able to work with this group of women. They're like really cool and really fun. And I'm just happy to get back into my work, doing some therapist, some counseling. You know, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is so exciting to me. And the most exciting thing is, is once I'm done with my, my, my hours and take this goddamn test, I can make over $100,000 a year. So that I'm excited about. So I'm finally getting my license and, and being able to come into that kind of murness. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and, and, peak now, goddamn. The government have a payoff. Payoff $100,000 in my student loans. That'll knock a lot of shit off. Woo, woo. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I will talk to you guys later. I want to say thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. You are awesome. If nobody told you that, that they love you, know that I love you today. And I'm sorry, niggas. Yeah, I went over again. But, you know, shoot. I mean, forgive me. Anyway, Shalem, Shalom, whichever one you choose. Just know. Just know. Just know. Just keep. Just keep. Just keep searching. Keep praying. Seek in God and he will answer prayers. If you keep in Torah, niggas, because if you ain't, I don't know what to say. That's all I'm saying. Stay away from the pork and, and, and wild, you know, and crustaceans and uh, what's them things called? Uh, cockroaches of the sea and shit. Stay away from that shit. And eat fish with scales only. And... Nigga, that's a story for another day. One day we're going over Kodesh foods too. Like to do a thing so you'll know exactly what kind of foods you should eat. <sighs> yeah, he going to deliver me from fast food soon. Because I'm not, we ain't even supposed to eat that shit. Anyway, I will talk to y'all later. I love you guys. Peace.